Hey, you're listening to the unofficial Shopify podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Elster, and you're listening to the final episode of our Shopify Unite coverage. Welcome back. You stuck with it. Let's jump back into it. What's your name and what do you do? My name is Harley. I'm the chief operating officer at Shopify. Uh, ben Crudo, uh, CEO of Diff, uh, an agency uh, focused on Shopify Plus. Uh, Corey, uh, I have a company called Gorilla Goodies. We're e-commerce uh, merchants. So. Jay Myers from Bold. Uh, I'm Carson McComas, president of Fuel Made. Hi, I'm Rob Lane. I'm CEO at Rare.io. Uh, my name is Stefan Peralta. I run an agency in Toronto called Sovi Creative. My name is Joe Shea. I am an e-commerce marketing specialist. What are you most excited about because of Shopify Unite? So for me, uh, I said this last year on stage, like the partner program is like one of my professional prides and joy. Right? I built this thing from scratch in the early days. And a lot of these people, uh, these partners here, I've known for years, but I've never actually met them in person. So I just love meeting them in person, right? Like I saw you last night. I just like, I just hugged you, right? Right. That's kind of, I, I, it's the hugging, I think, that I, I like best. <laughs> the I hallway say. track. The, exactly. The, the hallway track. Exactly. The hugging. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is the best part. Uh, so far, I think uh, the changes to the API uh, for pricing rules, uh, something that's been a pain point classically for merchants uh, on Plus who run more complex promotions and having native support now. How do you think it would help? It's going to allow us to program promotions in a much more natural way into the platform and give merchants a lot more flexibility to run promos the way that they might through other channels. I think some of the checkout optimizations, uh, just the easy pay integration with all the Apple Pay, Android Pay, and then the Shopify Pay, I think those, uh, that's our biggest frustration right now is add to carts uh, and initiate checkout that don't end up uh, pur purchasing. So getting more of those people to purchase, and I think just simplifying that transaction process is what's going to help that. Uh, this is this is going to sound weird. Um, the, the announcements and everything was amazing. Like there's, there's stuff coming out that's game changers that, uh, that totally opened new doors. And like a year ago, I would say like, I don't know if I could see Shopify getting to a million and like now I can. But the thing that actually is the most amazing for me is just like all the partners here and like just talking to people and the ideas that have come out of um, just like kind of the casual encounters. There's so much opportunity working with other people. Uh, that's for me the, the biggest thing. You know, I think... The most interesting thing for me has been just sort of big picture, like seeing where the company's going, you know, seeing Toby and Harley's vision of, of, of where they are and where they want to go with my own company sort of tied to Shopify's trajectory and future. It's reassuring to hear that I, I like where I like what I see. I like yeah. what I hear. They're going yeah, to good we've places. Both, we've both niched down to just Shopify. Yeah. And it takes a lot when you you've pitched your your cart to their horse. Yeah. I mean, you better have a lot of confidence in them. So it is really nice to see, you know, the transparency and then see them really. Yes. And like, and like what they're doing last year, yeah. the theme was, Hey, we're going to provide more value than we take. Mm -hmm. And then see like this year, they're like, by the way, we made good on that promise. Of yeah. Themselves. Here's all the stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So most thing, I think, pro I mean, a lot of extra exciting things. Most exciting thing is the, uh, marketing events API. I mean, we're a smart email provider, so the ability to link marketing all the way through the kind of chain is amazing for us. Tell me what uh, marketing events is going to do for store owners ultimately. Well, basically, it's about figuring out what works. Simply, I mean, you, we've we've all we've all run stores. We've all trying to figure out through Google, you know, what's converted, what's not. I've tried to figure out whether it's a Facebook ad that's driven something through Google back through the store. To be able to see all that in a chain within the dash is going to game changer. 
Um, honestly, we're always we're a front-end company at the end of the day. So whenever Shopify releases more APIs, that gives us more of an opportunity to leverage the platform to the best of its ability. So that's probably been at least our favorite so far. Um, don't get me wrong, there's amazing things that have been released, but extending the API is the future of Shopify, so we're loving it. What's your, your favorite feature of the API? Um, probably the reporting API. Um, at the end of the day, um, sorry, the draft order API. Draft order API. Yep. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, we we like to implement B two B solutions, primarily those using Shopify for a service based offering. Um, so using the API, uh, the draft order API allows us to customize it pretty extensively to meet those services and objectives of our clients. Three things really. One is the new buying channels. So I think there's going to be a huge plethora of different ways for people to integrate Shopify off of Shopify. Multi-inventory or warehouse, I think it's called. That's going to be big. Uh, and wholesale. <laughs> Everyone yeah. asked me about wholesale. So I'm glad there's an answer to that now. After Unite, what's the first thing you'll do when you get back to your business? Uh, I'm going to uh, kiss my daughter and my wife and apologize for being away all week. Uh, my wife's becoming an entrepreneur, first-time entrepreneur. She opened an ice cream shop. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and uh, I'm not sure I should, I should take that, but... Um, but so I'm going to go, yeah, yeah to her, her exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to go and uh, hug her and ask her how I can be most helpful and valuable to her, which is what I think you're supposed to do as a good husband. Uh, probably going to summarize uh, everything that we've learned over here, take the whole engineering team uh, out for an afternoon and consider all the new possibilities with uh, the added feature sets. Um, I think I'm going to look back into the channels that we're using on our stores. Uh, I think we're not utilizing as many of the channels as we should be using. So, Put on my jacket because it's still cold there. <laughs> um, first thing, honestly, is we're going to just like have a deep dive into all the new APIs that came out. We'll get all our developer leads um, and really think about what apps need to be updated to, to, to use the new functionality. Um, it, uh, it just... That, that'll definitely be the first thing because I think there's about like off the top of my head like eight apps that we need to update already <laughs> because of some of this what's your of the bold apps what's your favorite uh, my my favorite is our recurring orders app the recurring orders yeah, app okay. yeah yeah just because you know, because I see the difference it makes in stores like I see someone was telling me recently like they they're a solopreneur they started their store and their goal is to sell it one day but it didn't really have any value and well it had value just but when you're selling one to one uh, there's X value. When you have things on a subscription, it's like 7X value. Yeah, and hockey sticks. Right. Businesses value for resale value. Anyway. So for us to have an app that can change the valuation of a company from 2X to 7X, like that's, I don't know, I think that's interesting. What, uh, yeah, that is huge. You, your business literally adds value to other businesses. And that's mm -hmm. been, last year that was the theme at Shopify. Mm -hmm. And this year we've seen it play out, which is really cool. Oh man, hire. What are you hiring for? Hire in front-end devs, sales, and marketing folks. Yeah. And, all right, so if someone's listening to the podcast, where should they apply for that? Fuelmade.com, just in the footer. There'll be a link at the bottom. Fantastic. Uh, I think I'm probably going to look at Polaris. You know, some really interesting things there. I mean, the, the fact that they've changed the UI, and I mean, we, we're um, introducing new apps, so making sure that is all uh, kind of compliant with Polaris. Also looking at the, the some of the mobile API stuff that's coming, making sure that... Uh, you know, it seamlessly it works. I, I know, I know you can work the existing app into the mobile, but just making sure the flow is perfect. I like, uh, yeah, Polaris. I'm pretty excited about yeah. just seeing. It's about you know 
previously it was building apps, building apps, and now we're they're all kind of hacky. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is going to give everything like a really nice unified. Yeah, I, no, I I love how um, I love how Shopify just it's always a user. You yes. know the the fact the fact that. Uh, you know, we we th- we're an app developer, so obviously we think we're great. But uh, the fact that the fact that it's about the user and, and making sure all the apps fit a cohesive kind of strategy is is really power. We are probably going to redesign all of the apps. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, when we get back, um, just prototype, 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 primarily on the Shopify Plus side of things. Um, so, yep. I'm actually going to look into Polaris okay. uh, UI because I'm kind of fascinated by that. And uh, not for any reason, but I love like these front-end frameworks and try to like, understand why Shopify invests so much in user experience, user design. It's to, well, it's, yeah. it's the issue before is all the apps are kind of hacky. Yeah, they yeah. They feel different. And That's it right. Kind of hacky. Right. So then, if you use Polaris, it gives everyone a unified base to right. start from. Right. Looks really nice, and they have a UI kit now. Yeah, but it's not like Polaris is just taking it to the next level. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, so I want to uh, learn more about that actually. What is your biggest Shopify pet peeve? Uh, I think it's the perception in the marketplace that really is what we fight against often. Uh, as they mentioned in the talks, it's kind of been low-key in terms of the plus and its capability. And kind of really glad to hear that uh, it's time to sing the anthem uh, about how great and how far the platform has come and how many people are really using it to their gain. Probably just around a lot of the discount stuff. I wish there was more creative ways to automatically apply discounts and have free product offers. And so just some of those little things, I think they're on it. They know about them. Uh, those are probably my biggest pet peeves, though. I don't have any. And this, like, we, so our pet peeves, we turn into opportunities. Very good. You see and, those pain points. And those become gaps that we fill, and those are oppor- those are opportunities for us. So, like, anywhere where there is a gap between what Shopify can do we're like, we're there. So I don't know. I, I, don't, great I, I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> the 100 variant limit is up there for sure. Absolutely. Um, but nothing compares to the deplorable rich text editor for product descriptions. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah, we, we need to get us give me a better WYSIWYG. <laughs> yeah, that thing's bad. That's terrible. Anyway. Uh, all WYSIWYG editors are painful. But just like no content exception. management in general is not... Needs some help. You know? I want it just needs some help. as like a core feature. Yeah, yeah, something. I mean, it's just anyway. Yeah, they've got there's just the workaround game for that is it's a little too big for my taste. <laughs> Without a doubt, the the uh, the billing API. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we do we do uh, we've got the need to do kind of variable billing, and it's shocking. I'm using I'm using polite words there. The shocking's a polite word. Uh, I was kind of hoping that we're going to introduce something around that here. Yeah, for an app developer, the the billing API can be limiting. Uh, limiting is a good word. It's yeah. basically it's like free trial, bill a monthly fee, and that's it. Yeah, and I mean that's, that's how it's intended to work. You no, know, for sure. But where you've got to, I mean, because we, we grow with your store, so obviously as your contact list grows, we grow, which means you that you have a, a value based fee, a tiered pricing. Correct, tiered pricing, which means that essentially Shopify is a value based fee, really. Exactly, yeah. But uh, you're trying to avoid people having to re-off every, uh, every month. Right. Uh, unfortunately, that doesn't necessarily happen. So I was kind of hoping for that. <laughs> Without a doubt, the, the, uh, the billing API. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, I mean, we do, we do, uh, we've got the need to do kind of variable billing. And it's shocking. I'm, use, I'm using polite words there. The shocking's a polite word. Uh, I was kind of hoping that we're going to introduce something around that 
Hey, yeah, for an app developer, the the billing API can be limiting. Limiting is a good word. It's yeah. basically it's like free trial, bill a monthly fee, and that's it. Yeah, and I mean that's, that's how it's intended to work. You no, know, for sure. But where you've got to, I mean, because we, we grow with your store, so obviously as your contact list grows, we grow, which means you that have a, a value-based fee, a tiered price. Correct, tiered pricing, which means that essentially and Shopify's a value-based fee, really. Exactly, yeah. But uh, you're trying to avoid people having to re-auth every uh, every month. Right. Uh, unfortunately, that doesn't necessarily happen. So I was kind of hoping for that. How would you change your customers if you could? Uh, I would probably try to um, convince them that everything that they want to do is more work than they think it is. We're kind of in this age where you think that you know tooling and maybe a few bucks for an app are going to take you far, but you can't really um, replace the amount of effort that's required in order to understand who your customer is and come up with compelling reasons for them to continue to shop uh, at your store. I wouldn't. We've got good customers. Um, they're, we've made them put up with a lot of shit. So, uh, and they've uh, they haven't screamed as loud as they they certainly could have. So, um, we've got pretty good customers. Really thinking about what your marketing strategy is, not just your product and the best website. And it's like, what is what is the actual strategy? Whether that's um, you have some niche group or you have some um, unique way of getting uh, email strategy, whatever whatever it is, but like making that. I think top priority. Um, I think I would change. I mean, I have customers. I, I mean, most of my clients are great. Um, I think I would. The the ones who could be greater would be more like my great ones, which is understand the process. You know, communicate well, be a little bit laid back about, um, you know, what we're doing, and yeah, I don't know. I think just getting them to see the bigger picture. Um, I mean, customers, are, it's a, that's a broad question because we see customers that are basically just figuring out that they actually need to move from this physical store to online at one end to see people that have been online forever uh, that are actually looking to go the other way and do pop-ups. So just just being open-minded, I think, and, and being able to say, okay, there's a whole environment. How the, the benefit of Shopify is they've got this entire ecosystem, which means if, if you let the experience at Shopify come through, they can do everything for you. How can we? Well, we run the Toronto Meetup, uh, so that's primarily what we're trying to do: educate our customers to the best of their abilities. At the end of the day, in our opinion, amazing merchant understands the needs and wants of a partner, and a partner understands the mentality of a merchant. So, by having everyone as educated as possible, grows our eco ecosystem that much better. Uh, I want them to pay more attention to their existing customers and or audience. And what do you want them to do with those customers? I basically take care of them, treat them like a person, right? Sell Market human. That's it. That's your quote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's the most overhyped issue in e-commerce? The most overhyped issue. Um, I think people really get caught up in like in like SEO. Like SEO is like this weird, or maybe not SEO, like just marketing in general. People think you need a PhD in like some sort of, you know, marketing, advertising sciences in order to like run a marketing campaign. I think that's totally wrong. Like some of the coolest stores I'm seeing now on Shopify didn't exist six, six months ago and they don't have any PhDs in marketing. They just are scrappy. They figured out that they have an audience that lives on Instagram and that's where they're gonna, they're gonna target that audience on Instagram. And um, I don't know, that's just, yeah. Uh, it's gotta be AI. I mean, everybody's just talking about that. Like it's gonna automatically solve all of our issues. And uh, it's true, there's strides being made, but you know, a, a good human who's in touch with the process and the customer is still, I think, the best weapon to kind of combat uh, 
any issues you might face in the business. You know what's interesting is almost everyone has, has said some variation of AI, machine learning, or bots. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's true. I mean, it, it's kind of coming out like it's you know going to be the thing that solves all the issues for us and replace all the things we don't want to do. But uh, we're at the very beginning of that uh, technological journey, and I think it does need a lot of human steering to keep it on track. I've been hearing uh, chatbots, machine learning, or AI. Yeah, I don't know that those are overhyped, though. I think that I think chatbots and figuring out ways to layer AI on top of or, or in front of actual human beings, I think is, uh, I think, I think it's the least utilized at this point. I don't think it's overhyped though. I think the most overhyped issue is design. I think as long as you have a website that is like super UI, UX, like, like converts well, I think people over focus on big, sexy, like there are some of the most beautiful websites in the world convert like crap. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm all for beautiful websites, but like conversion should be like the metric that you look at. So, um, I think, I think sexiness of, of sites is, is overhyped. There's a lot of, I love that question. There's a lot of like great truth bombs I've gotten for yeah. store owners anyway, that I think will change their mind on some things. Um, and you're, that's probably like the third or fourth person who said so, like, all right, don't focus so much on design, just make it work. Right. I think that it's the panacea of all things retail. Um, I think, you know, it's it's a mix. You know, it's not it's not one thing. The the, the fact is, people talk about online, and you, you you've got to go online. Yeah, you've got to do everything. You know, I, I don't just exist in an online world. I do actually wander around occasionally, and you know, shop, and I attend pop ups, and I do I go walk into stores. I think I think the ability of choice is also interesting. The the serendipitous nature of walking into a store, wanting something, but then seeing other things. How do you, how do you kind of get that into an online world? It's going to be really interesting. AI. Um, some a lot of people just personalization. Ecom is definitely the future. But at the end of the day, people say, "Oh, I want you to build me some machine learning intelligence that can offer this service." At the end of the day, we're not going to reinvent the wheel if we don't have to. So educating our users on the ecosystem in itself is probably the most impactful thing we can do. I think it's going to be, I think it's not any one issue. It's like one, it's always, there's another shiny object channel thing that you have to do or experiment or try. And I think when it comes down to it, you should just master one or maybe two channels and go deep on it, right? For sure. And then, then once you master that, then explore other different types of periphery type of methods to get traffic or visitors. Or What's one thing you wish every Shopify store owner would do? Talk to each other. Like, um, e-commerce is not competitive in the same way brick-and-mortar retail is. People don't realize that. So if you're having problems with your inventory or your manufacturing or your marketing, someone else having the same problems, since they may have just solved it. Um, as much as we can, I, I'd like to facilitate more, more of those conversations. I wish they all talked to each other. Uh, I think they would all probably be, you know, looking for quick wins and ways for them to get themselves marketed better and just, you know, try and get more eyeballs on the site. I think everybody knows that universally that is the secret to e-commerce or any sort of success online. It's appealing to as broad a mass of people as possible. I think I said this on your podcast, but I think I, I wish they would make sure they collect emails early on because um, we see the value in that so much. So I won't use that one again. Um, build your list. Good answer. Build your list. But that's kind of like the obvious one. Um, I wish they would use all of our apps. <laughs> and I, 
Um, definitely be a part of the Shopify Entrepreneurs Facebook group com uh, community. Uh, at the end of the Jonathan day, Kennedy's group, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Facebook group. I know you contribute to it yeah. very, very well. We try to do what we can as well, but it's just a great centralized hub just for people who are looking to get more in-depth knowledge. If you could wave a magic wand, what feature would you add to Shopify? I would add smart, automated ad rebuying with optimizing page landing. So imagine you have $100 a month and an ad can tweak copy, tweak text, tweak images, um, and then test conversion. And then on the page, you can change elements, change, like if you've got five images on a product, swap out images, show different images, show, you know, tweak like the compare at price and just like, if I could just push a button and it would automate this, and it was like, zoom, and then so it's we like, want to add some just very some like, basic but clever machine learning. To, right, to, that would be cool. To store owners that like don't know, just struggle with like any type of advertising. I don't, I don't feel like that's a problem that a store owner should need to know. That can that other than like graphics and some copy that can be done by, but that can be automated by by software. Yeah, you could. Be, you're right. It could be like really a wizard or configurator where you drop in the stuff and then it outputs the app. Yeah, I think Shopify will. I think they're I think going I think good. they're going down that path, but you should build that. I think let's go ahead and build that. All right, I'll, I'll join go. the team. That'll be the first uh EtherCycle bold collaboration. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> multi-store probably. Multi-store? Yeah. What would multi-store do for people? Well, I think it makes it hard for Shopify to punch into the upper end of the market when they don't have a good, solid multi-store solution for internationalization, right, particularly. Right. Like, so I log into one core dashboard. Exactly. That oh, what stores. would it do? Exactly. Yeah, it's okay. a single. It's a single. Kind of like Magento's. <clears throat> but yeah, it's just like a single, a single solution for managing multiple stores easily. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, as, as an app developer, the we, we've always got the frustration of just figuring out who the who the end customers are. Shopify has been done a great job of protecting their merchants, and so you know, actually being able to get to them and and and, and tell the story. Oh, here's another one, and this is the the app store review system is could use a little work. You know, they updated it. I know they updated yeah. it, and it's they've taken a small step, but it's a one-sided review system. And now they've added the plus and the kind of thumbs up, thumbs down, which is great. But, you know, some shit happens in our business always. And it's our job to correct it as quickly as possible and move on. But the ability, some people react, just, you know, react, type, you know, kind of blast and then, then you're done. Just some ability to be able to make it two sides so you can, uh, you know, you can comment back that saying, you know, this issue has been addressed. You can have a bit of a conversation. That would be the most frustrating. You know, weird. The theme store is the only one where you can reply to reviews. Yeah, I know. App Store, no. Shopify experts, no. Yeah, I know. It's odd. It is odd. But. I think we already talked about that. The advanced custom fields yeah, in itself. Meta fields. We understand uh, when it comes to like developing themes, that could be potential issues as well. But just through a customized, uh, customizable opportunity, meta fields right out of the box, it's so much easier when we work with a Fortune 500 company that works on IE9 that can install a Chrome extension to make their uh, to make their dashboard uh, appeal with the meta field. So that's probably what we're interested the most in. Multi-currency, multi-language. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, international. <laughs> that concludes our special Shopify Unite coverage. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell me what your biggest aha moment was in an iTunes review. And if not, let us never speak of it again. Next week, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. See you then.